Can God change your life in the next 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. For the next half hour, you're going to learn how the Jewish roots of your Christian faith can bless you today. When you begin to understand how Jewish Jesus and the New Testament really are, your Bible's going to come alive in a whole new way. With insightful teachings and anointed guests, you'll discover how the Old and the New Testaments are woven together, how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes, and why you need to stand with Israel. It's all just ahead here on Jewish Voice. We're going to sit in on a reunion today of two dear friends, and I mean a dear friend. Eitan Shishkov is an author. He's the executive director of uh, Tents of Mercy Ministry, and he's come here all the way from Israel just to hang out. And I'm so glad you're here, Eitan. It's, it's, Welcome. It's finally. really a joy. <laughs> We've known each other for three decades now. And you have been such an influence in my life. You know, we all call you Papa Eitan now. Uh, that's it's, humbling. It's not your age. It's your wisdom. It's your love. You're, you just exude love. Well. And I love to soak it in. <laughs> I, love to, I love to give it out. <laughs> I have so much to talk about. We have limited time. I want to start with your journey as a Jew coming to faith in Jesus. You know, this is Bible prophecy being fulfilled that Jewish people in greater numbers, greater and greater numbers, are coming to faith in their Messiah. You call him Jesus, we call him by his Hebrew name, Yeshua. It's, a, it's, a, it's prophecy being fulfilled. It's, it's really a miracle. It's such a miracle. And uh, I'm the product of a mixed marriage, a Jewish mom and a Gentile dad. And I grew up in a humanistic home. So I didn't really know from Jesus or Yeshua uh, other than the, the idea that, uh, you know, religion was something that was a crutch and, uh, you know, you needed to use your intellect and, uh, and to study um, and also to, to change the world, you know, to have a good effect on the world. Now, what about Jesus? What, any interaction with Jesus? You know, Who it's interesting. Jesus? We went to Unitarian Church. There was a, <clears throat> a Sunday school book called Jesus the Carpenter's Son. So I think Jesus was seen as some kind of a... You know, a person with wisdom, uh, but certainly not divine in any sense, not the Messiah, not the Savior. And so by the time I came into my late teenage years and I was really thirsty spiritually, I went eastward rather than westward. And I thought, I thought that the Bible, eh, I actually did time in a, in a, uh, in a penit not a penitentiary, but a, a state prison uh, in California for a, an anti-war demonstration. Really? Yes, and I had time on my hands. I'd never opened the Bible, so I cracked open the Bible. I read the first several chapters, and I said, what a bummer. You know, God threw these, these wonderful naked people out of the garden, you know. Just, why did, they, why did they have to leave the garden, you know? So <laughs> I'm in shock here. I just found out a dear friend is an ex-con. Okay, I'm, I'm, where do we go from here? Okay. I was a political prisoner. <laughs> yeah, I can accept that. So, and I hear this all the time from Jewish people also heading east. Yeah. Going east. Yeah. Eastern philosophy. 
Eastern mysticism? What 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 do you dabble in? Exactly. Well, uh, it has uh, it has an attraction, Jonathan, because of this this concept of everything being one. You know, so you you if you grow up in a time where you know World War III could happen at any point, and I grew up in the 50s and then into the early 60s. Uh, you want peace, you want things to be one. But the other thing that happened was that as I moved away from the, the anti-war attitude and into what could be an alternative lifestyle, and I felt that the sort of organic commune idea was really, that really appealed to me. I was ready to simplify. And so in that sense, I became really attracted to the Native American way of life with kind of a, a reverence for the earth and for nature. And as a matter of fact, that's part of what ultimately brought me to faith. And how did you f finally encounter Jesus and all <clears throat> Well, really the turning point, uh, dear brother, was uh, that a close friend was senselessly murdered by a total stranger. And uh, this crime uh, was so absolutely disconnected with reality, uh, so much so that my friend had actually offered this guy hospitality. And it was on a, a remote commune. We had moved to uh, another area at the time but when, when I heard what had happened, and uh, the, the murderer snuck up from behind him, taking a rifle that belonged to me, which my friend had borrowed for hunting, and, and, and my friend never knew what hit him. And then his young wife discovered him, just pushed over an embankment. And uh, the, the criminal took off with my friend's uh, new vehicle, which was probably part of the motive, later on abandoned the vehicle, and... Um, and when I found out about it, it was as if my world collapsed. I mean, all of the mysticism and, and, and everything that I had kind of uh, put together into this big soup, it just didn't taste right anymore because I didn't know what happened to him. And so we buried him in the ground. And, and at the funeral, so to speak, the, the memorial, I said some very vague words about, you know, Father Sky, Mother Earth, receive your son. Well, I had no clue where he really was. I mean, where was his soul? And so I began to yell at God that I didn't even know God existed, but whoever's out there, but you the know. the God you didn't know existed. The or, God you know, that the I atheist didn't know existed. Yelling at the God he doesn't believe exactly. in or she believes in. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so lo and behold, just days after I'm, I'm yelling out to the heavens, you know, what happened? Does he have a soul? Is he around? What, what's life after death? Because I was taught that there is no life after death. You live on in the memory of those that love you. Well, I don't know how many generations that could take place. But anyway, suddenly these young Jesus people, now you know what that means. Maybe not everybody watching does, but at the time, this was the early 70s, there'd been a sweeping move of the Holy Spirit. And many young people of our background were, were having supernatural experiences. They were coming to faith in Jesus. And, uh, and uh, these young guys had been in fact, uh, impacted that way. They came all the way from New Jersey to New Mexico in a big school bus with psychedelic, psychedelic letters that said, Jesus saves. <laughs> and they prayed before they left that every person that entered that bus would be saved, would come to know Jesus in a personal way. And, and that was what was happening. So it was a revival. It was a supernatural revival. We need another one, by absolutely. the way. We need absolutely. another revival. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I think, uh, Jonathan, that the spiritual hunger that exists today and the desperation and the feeling of, of, of helplessness, I mean, I mean, what's going on in the world, you know, leaves any sensitive person with a feeling of, well, what's the use? 
and, and, and producing this kind of emptiness. So uh, the hunger that was produced in me by the, the death of my friend resulted in listening to these young guys. And I won't go through all the steps that got them all the way to our remote place in the mountains of New Mexico, but believe me, there was no accident to it. I mean, God Almighty had to bring them all the way from New Jersey to the high mountains of New Mexico. We were nine miles from pavement. Wow. To answer a question that you were finally willing yes, to ask, yes. which everyone has to deal with in this lifetime, what's going to happen to me? What's after this life? Oh, absolutely. And the other thing that it validates is, is the statement in the book of Jeremiah that if you search for me with all of your heart, you will find me. I love yeah. that statement yeah. because, because when a person is truly hungry for truth and for God and doesn't put blinders on it, well, it can only be this, it can only be that, because I want to tell you the last thing in the world that I expected to believe was that somebody died for me on the cross. But you know what God showed me? While these guys were giving us the gospel, I was not seeing the room anymore, but I saw Yeshua on the cross in the process of dying for me. And he looked all the way into my soul. And he said, I see that you want to be pure and you can't. He said, I see that you've been looking for the answer and you haven't found it. I see that you've been reading books and you've been chanting chants and nothing of it has made you the man that you want to be. You've come all the way out here to the mountains trying to live a simple life and still on the inside you're conflicted and you don't know what happened to your, uh, to your friend. I am the one you've been looking for and I love you. Beautiful. And that's what I'm doing hanging here. Wow. This is for some of you that are watching right now. You're not watching by accident. God has brought you to this program for this moment to experience what this man experienced because he died for you and he loves you. We have to take a break. When we come back, lots more with Eitan Shishkov. You don't want to miss what's ahead. We'll be right back. Does God have an end-time plan to restore Israel? Could you be part of that plan? Learn the important role you play in ushering in the return of Yeshua Jesus with What About Us by Eitan Shishkoff. Order What About Us and we'll sow two important resources into your life. Unlocking the Prophetic Mysteries of Israel book and study guide by Rabbi Jonathan Burness. As you read through this compelling book, use the study guide to unlock biblical truths and apply them to your own life. We'll also add our quarterly Jewish Voice Today magazine. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, and we'll send you today's entire offer. And we'll also add two additional gifts, unlocking the Prophetic Mysteries of Israel DVD set with seven DVDs packed with bonus material not in the book. And this Israel wall art, crafted from genuine olive wood exclusively for our Jewish Voice partners. This eye-catching art reminds you that when you stand with Israel in prayer, God prospers you. Your new monthly partnership of $30 or more will bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please specify offer 4148 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2009 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. My guest is Eitan Shishkoff, another Jewish believer in Jesus. This is a growing movement 
and it means that Jesus is coming back soon because this is all in the book. Yes. It's all in the book. It is. Eitan, what an incredible testimony. Now, the Lord found you. Mm. You found each other. Praise be to God. In the, in the hills. Yes. In the remote The high hills, mountains. In the high of, mountains. Of New Mexico. And then at some point, so you, the Lord changes your life. Yes. You understand your destiny. And at some point, the, the Jewish part, the heritage matters. Yes. Well, how that happened, Jonathan, was that uh, sometime after, and I think we had already moved down from the mountains, I started Bible school uh, because I realized that I had been bringing all these messages trying to change the world, and, uh, and this was the message that would change the world. So I wanted to devote my life to it. So we're talking about 1974, we moved down from the mountains, and uh, right around that same time, I was reading uh, my, my devotional Bible reading, and I came across the account of the Last Supper. And, you know, call me slow, but I had never seen that the Last Supper was a Passover meal. And when that Many came... Many Christians have never seen it either. The Jonathan, Last Supper, it's a Seder when, meal. when that came together for me, it was life-changing because I'd never understood my Jewish heritage. And it sounds like a cliche, but I can really say Jesus made me Jewish. Love it. He really did. Love and it. so I got it. I got the connection between the book of Exodus and, and Passover and the, the Passover lamb and the blood of the lamb freeing our people from slavery. And I'm, I'm getting chills right now. Freeing me from my personal slavery. And so forever after from that day, I've been celebrating Passover and, uh, you know, and, and, and my deliverance from, from personal slavery. So step by step, once that happened, I just said, okay, I have to understand this. And I just began studying and, and trying to peer into the messianic meaning of all the biblical festivals. And it was dramatic. And ended up in what we call, and many people may not, never have even heard this term, the messianic Jewish movement. Yes. And this was not just Jewish people. This was Jewish and Gentile believers Together. in Jesus Absolutely. that were finding. And we're not talking about coming under the law here. I want you to make that clear. Yeah, no. You're holding the Torah. You're, this Absolutely isn't about legalism. Not. No, it's the first five books of the Bible, which are the really the foundation of all the rest of the scripture and have prophecies about Yeshua being the Messiah. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's nothing about it that's, that's somehow reverting to a works righteousness or somehow if I do enough good things or if I follow the 613 commandments, you know, then I'll be saved. I'll yeah. be in with God. Actually, what people don't realize, many people, uh, is that the, the Torah is the basis of blood, of blood atonement because blood atonement comes from those early books of the Bible. Right, and priesthood. Absolutely. Everything. Yeah. You've written a book, and it's so important. We're talking about a revival. We're talking about prophecy being fulfilled, yes. Jewish people coming to faith in their Messiah, prophesied in Scripture in the last days. Jewish people coming to Israel, back to the land from the four corners of the earth, it's including dramatic. you from America. Absolutely. There's people, so many people that are watching are Christians that love the Jewish people, mm -hmm. love Israel. What about us? <laughs> They're asking, what about us in all this? They're meeting you, a Jewish believer. I'm a Jewish believer. What about them? What the, and you wrote a book, The End Time Calling of Gentiles in Israel's Revival. Yes. Why is that important? Why is Israel's revival important to Christians? First of all, because God doesn't leave anybody out of the story. And, and we are so integral to one another. You know, it's ironic, Jonathan, I know that you're very aware of this, that 
In the first century, the question was, can a Gentile believe in Jesus? Oddly enough, in the 21st century, the question is exactly the opposite. Exactly. Can a Jew believe in Jesus? But here's the thing is that throughout the scriptures, uh, there are relationships between Jewish visionaries and Gentile figures of resource and authority that, especially at times of restoration. And what I did with this book, the reason I wrote the book was that I said, wait a minute, it, it, it has to be that there's a, a profound combination because I came to faith through Gentile believers. I was taught in Bible school through Gentile believers. It was Gentile Christians who encouraged me to follow my heritage as a Jew. And so uh, I thought to myself, and I started traveling around the world from Israel and seeing the beautiful response that people from the nations were saying, wow, you know, you guys have come back and you believe in Yeshua and they were, and they were encouraged. I felt like there, there has to be something in the scriptures about this. And one day I was reading the account of King Solomon and King Hiram. And I realized that a Jew and a Gentile together built the temple in Jerusalem and that the, when the temple was, was dedicated, the glory of God wow. fell on the temple. I Basically, my little phrase is, it was a landing strip for the glory of God, but it took a Jew and a Gentile in a covenant friendship because it says that Hiram always loved David, the king, and here's Solomon, David's son. Obviously, there's a, a relationship. So it was through David who was the predecessor of the Messiah. So here's a Jew and a Gentile in the Messiah creating uh, a, an environment in which God can, can send his presence. And that's what the earth needs right now. So I believe that there's an electrifying potential that, that you are tapping into that I've experienced and that, that really we're on the on the verge of something, Jonathan, that I think is, is really going to blow people away, to use my old Hebrew language. I do, too. Language. I do, too. Wow. You know, I keep hearing as you're talking this, the, this concept that we read about in the New Testament, one new man, Jew and Gentile being made one in Messiah. Yes. We're in this together. We are. The, the important thing to add, however, is that the Gentile does not have to become Jewish, nor the Jew become Gentilish, in order in, in order for this to happen. Yes. Any more than uh, than a man should be a woman, or a woman a man, in order to in order to join together. And it doesn't escape our notice that this is what makes new human beings. Actually, God loves that diversity. He does He's love it. He's calling on that and diversity. And it's the combination of both of us embracing each other as we are that creates a wholeness. Wow. Hey, God's speaking to you. This isn't for someone else. This is for you. We just touched one point. I want you to get this book. We want to sow this book into your life. What about us? You have a calling. You have a destiny, and it's tied to the destiny of Israel. Man. I believe that. That's what Jewish Voice is about, educating you to understand God's plan for your life as it concerns Israel and the Jewish people. So we want to get this into your hands. I want to get it out to you right away. Here's how. Does God have an end time plan to restore Israel? Could you be part of that plan? Learn the important role you play in ushering in the return of Yeshua Jesus with What About Us by Eitan Shishkoff. 
Order What About Us and we'll sow two important resources into your life. Unlocking the Prophetic Mysteries of Israel book and study guide by Rabbi Jonathan Burness. As you read through this compelling book, use the study guide to unlock biblical truths and apply them to your own life. We'll also add our quarterly Jewish Voice Today magazine. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, and we'll send you today's entire offer. And we'll also add two additional gifts, unlocking the Prophetic Mysteries of Israel DVD set with seven DVDs packed with bonus material not in the book. And this Israel wall art, crafted from genuine olive wood exclusively for our Jewish Voice partners. This eye-catching art reminds you that when you stand with Israel in prayer, God prospers you. Your new monthly partnership of $30 or more will bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please specify offer 4148 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2009 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support, or send it to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Well, welcome back. We're having a blast talking about the past and talking about the future. Yes. What God has for you, because your destiny is tied to Israel. Eitan, we just have a couple of minutes left. God has used you powerfully in the land of Israel to build a whole movement, not just a congregation. And you're launching into, I think, the most exciting, pro one of the most exciting projects I've heard about going on in Israel, and I'm sure one that's really stretching your faith. It is. Talk about the congregation. Talk about what God is calling you to do now. All right. We planted a congregation at the end of 1995, uh, primarily with immigrants. And I had received a vision uh, by which I knew that humanitarian aid needed to be a very central part of what we were doing. And, uh, and the Lord led me to the book of Acts. And I saw that uh, at that time that the poor were being helped, but out of the context of a living messianic community. So we kind of took that as our model. Well, the other thing that became a model was the multiplication of congregations. And uh, in the book of Acts, they didn't just stay in Jerusalem. They, they spread out and there mm -hmm. were teams that were sent out. So uh, we began doing that out of a, a kind of a simple faith. And uh, the Lord gave me some spiritual sons who had burdens from different cities and different areas. And, uh, you know, so we started sending these guys out and, and you know, but staying together, supporting them and, uh, and being some, you know, giving some coaching. Uh, and um, it's been wonderful. So there was a, there's a small uh, network of five congregations that has arisen out of that. In the process, <clears throat> the Lord directed my attention to the youth uh, of the movement, and I realized that we needed to equip them to be the workers and the leaders in the final harvest, and that they needed to understand their Jewish identity, they needed to be filled with, uh, with God's ruach, and, uh, and they needed to be able to present the gospel this in This is Hebrew. incredible. Do you understand what's going on here? <laughs> These are your Jewish brothers and sisters in the faith in the land of Israel. So, in, you know, I would say in a very modest way, Jonathan, we're nowhere near the level of, of the power and the presence that was in the book of Acts. But I believe that God is, is restoring that and that we're, we're on our way. So what happened with, with the young people was that as, I, as we, the years unfolded, I've been doing this for about 18 years, uh, helping to sponsor 
uh, youth camps and training young people to be the leaders of the youth. It's the young adults that, that disciple the youth. We never could find a, a sufficient venue. Mm -hmm. And as time went on, I, I became aware that something that was lacking in the country was a uh, kind of a center somewhere where the communities, the, the body of believers, the different congregations, all the different congregations uh, could come and use it for camps and conferences and retreats and workshops to get refreshed and to get equipped. And this became, I mean, the Lord dropped faith into my heart to create something that we've called Fields of Wheat because we want to equip for the harvest. Good. And um, this is going to be in the Galilee and it's, it's going to be something that will be open not only to the Messianic Jewish congregations, but to the Arab evangelical congregations. And I, this excites me so much because I believe that we need to go beyond the conferences and beyond the good prayer times with our brothers, but to demonstrate our brotherhood together before all the world. This is going to be, you're talking about a, a center. Yes. That is going to be in the same area that yes. Yeshua exactly. trained his disciples yes. and taught the masses. You've got it. That's the right place at That's the right the time, I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, and it's a place that Israelis like to come. Israel's not such a big country that you can't get there with, with uh, you know, you, it doesn't take a long time to get there. And uh, over these 25 years, the Lord has given me uh, friendship, you know, with the, not only the Jewish pastors, <clears throat> but also the Arab pastors. But not only that, but Jonathan, you are gonna come and you are going to be equipping young Israelis. I'm ready. I'm ready to come. And, and God wants you to be part of this. I want you to log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv, and you'll have a link to tell you how to get involved in this. This is prophecy being fulfilled. Listen, we care about you. We want you to grow in your faith. We want to engage you concerning Israel and the Jewish people because God wants to use you. You are part of the plan. So listen, don't wait till tomorrow. Get on board today. If you have questions, if you have prayer needs, remember we're here for you. You can log on to our website. Again, it's jewishvoice.tv. It's that simple, jewishvoice.tv. And again, we'll have a link to Eitan's uh, site so you can get involved in this project. It's today, now. This is what God is doing now, so get involved. Hey, God loves you, and so do we. I want you to know that. Before we leave, I want you to get this into your heart. God loves you. God cares about you. We care about you. I want to thank Eitan Shishkoff for joining us today, and I want to remind you that Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So if you want to prosper, pray for Israel and the Jewish people. Pray for Jerusalem. And speaking of Jerusalem, we're going to Israel next May. We're going to be there to celebrate the 70th anniversary wow. of the restoration of Israel on the day that it happened. So we want you to join us. Don't miss the Jewish Voice Ministries Celebrate Israel 2018 Tour of the Holy Land. Join Jonathan Burnus as he celebrates the 70th anniversary of Israel's statehood. You'll follow the footsteps of Yeshua, Jesus, and actually walk where the Messiah walked. You'll explore amazing biblical sites, including Jerusalem, the Dead Sea, Mount of Olives, and Garden Tomb. You'll visit fascinating archaeological sites, the Holocaust Museum, and even the tunnels under the Temple Mount. 
you'll get insightful on-the-spot teaching from Rabbi Jonathan Burnus that will deepen your biblical understanding. You can even renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee or be baptized at the Jordan River. Don't miss the 2018 Jewish Voice Ministries Celebrate Israel 2018 Tour of the Holy Land. For more information, log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv forward slash Israel. That's jewishvoice.tv forward slash Israel today. You need to come with us. You want to be in the right place at the right time? Come with us to Israel. For more information, you can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. TV, and then forward slash Israel to get more information about this tour. Gosh, the time went fast, but we're done. So until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you.